0: like i started with so much and this chair's really squeaky i hope you can't hear that on there um i feel like i started with so much energy there and you gave me hello oh what? the heat is still on. sorry good for me but not for everybody else
1: And me, well, i was
0: oh it's so cold now <laughs>
1: immediately
0: <laughs> yeah. so sorry you, you missed us the last week because we've got babies <laughs> We said we tried to be as consistent as possible. I think we've done really well so far, to be honest.
1: Haven't we brought four podcasts out this month? I don't know. Four more than some people. <laughs> just bragging. Just Always telling.
0: keeping it real. Yeah, some listener, have so.
1: you brought any podcasts out this month? <laughs> no, I don't think you have. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Imagine this is the first
0: time someone's listening and that's what
1: they hear. Well, they just turned off, haven't they? Didn't want you here anyway. Not bothered. Go away. We didn't
0: even hear that it. Oh well.
1: Everyone who's <laughs> listening is like, ah oh, well, good riddance. I say.
0: Good riddance.
1: Yeah.
0: Is that what it is? What do you good mean, riddance. What did you think it was? Good rid- No, that is what I thought it was. It just didn't sound right. Probably
1: because I said it.
0: <laughs> good riddance. <laughs> good riddance.
1: <laughs> what does riddance?
0: Is it riddance? Riddance
1: riddance I don't riddance. know it doesn't make any sense no, it's not a word I hate it when you say words so many times it do not make sense good welcome
0: to word of the week with Body Brambly.
1: good riddance
0: that's <laughs> kind of a phrase not a word though isn't it two words two words
1: can two words be a phrase
0: two words think of the word two words two words how um, many words
1: does it need to be for it to become a phrase two really do you know how many phrases that are two words long
0: I think that's a, like the, I, I was going on my teacher oh, head.
1: You could have two words on catchphrase, couldn't you? They always have two. Sometimes they have one.
0: Good riddance is a phrase. I'm
1: not saying it's not. I just, I just can't, I think a phrase is like a sentence. No, because that's mm-hmm. a sentence. Yeah, but a phrase is a sentence, is it
0: not? I can't remember. Anyway. I should know because you're grammar, but I can't remember.
1: There's three ways to get your phrases under control.
0: <laughs> oh, you snacking.
1: Three ways to get snacking under control
0: snacky snacky snack monsters who's a snack monster i'm I a, snack a snack monster I'll i love snack. snacks yeah but well, i, I feel fun. like diets demonize snacks and say like you like we shouldn't have snacks and like that snacks are bad the devil don't eat snacks
1: my favorite thing about diets is the fact that that's the start and end of their strategy <laughs> don't eat snacks like that's it that's like when you ask them about snacks any kind of diets i like, don't have them right okay have you got any ways i could do that yeah don't
0: well, i mean it, realistically it is a strategy that works because you're just taking a chunk of calories out your day especially if you're a snack monster.
1: don't eat food <laughs> and then do 100,000 steps a day <laughs> also works
0: <laughs> um but like some people like for me actually with my ibs eating little like smaller and often works way better so actually having snacks in my day is, is a benefit
1: don't say things like that you're going to confuse diets now Confused you've, diet. you've just asked them for something specific and they're like, whoa, we only do generic plans. <laughs> IBS, never heard of it.
0: But the, we, we are going to run you. Like, yes, snacking can be a good tool, but also snacking can be one of the things that puts us into either puts us at maintenance so that we're sticking at the weight that we're at or puts us into a calorie surplus if and, and, and gaining weight. Like, they can.
1: I think if you're looking at it just from like a maths point of view if you need to eat 1800 calories to lose weight and you're eating three meals that are 600 calories there's your 1800 calories three times 600 is 1800 if you then have some snacks you're now in a surplus you're gonna gain weight like that is the maths of it we know it's not that simple and we know you're not a robot and we know there's so much more to it than that however if we are just looking at it from a maths point of view you could say snacks are are making you gain weight but The reason that doesn't make sense is because if you just didn't have the main meals and just had the snacks, you'd lose weight. So if the snacks are 200 calories each and your meals are 600 calories each, so you're having three meals each at 600, two snacks each at 200, you've just eaten 2,200. And someone's going to be like, oh, it's the snacks that put you into a surplus. It's not. It's all of it combined. So if you didn't have the three meals and just had the two snacks you'd have 400 calories a day and you'd lose weight. So yeah. why aren't we demonising main meals? Main meals are bad. Don't uh-huh. eat, don't eat your breakfast don't dinner eat and tea. Stop It's bad. Snacks are great. To be fair, don't breakfast does
0: get demonised and people get told oh, to Every meal.
1: Out. Oh, no, I saw breakfast gets demonised. You shouldn't have breakfast because apparently it, um, you'll gain weight if you eat it. I saw a video the other day where there was a woman saying if you eat before three o'clock, you'll gain weight. So therefore, you're not allowed dinner anymore. And then there's another one saying you're not allowed to eat after six. So basically, you're allowed to eat between three and six. <laughs> And I would definitely lose weight if I only ate between three and 6. <laughs> and
0: then you wonder why you why you get overwhelmed and struggle. Why you? Why 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 all of us no, get love. overwhelmed and struggle? I was basically all the ones
1: saying that. Anyway. I know it's
0: ridiculous, isn't it? But I think I mean let's have them all. Like let's keep them all in there.
1: That is what way of doing. Because like
0: think about it, if you're someone who gets their lunch at work at twelve, and then maybe you've got kids at home and you have to feed the kids, and you don't get to eat until they're in bed at like eight. Whoa! if you think that you can go from 12 o'clock till 8 o'clock without eating any food, that, that's, a like, that's a ridiculously long time. The
1: last time I had eight hours without eating, I was asleep. <laughs>
0: yeah that's a very good point I
1: can't do it away
0: <laughs> and uh, you ever you ever done this so me and phil you, when, when the babies were waking up in the middle of the night yes our babies do sleep through and have done since eight weeks we are incredibly lucky mm. Um
1: so many mums have just turned off so. i know
0: yes i'm so sorry <laughs> i say that with listeners. such trepidation every time i say it we, we, we didn't do anything for it they just eat an absolute shed ton of food in the day mm. <laughs> we just got babies who are greedy basically they mm. just want all of the food in the day and all of the sleep <laughs> we're not complaining um but sorry if you are a mum who doesn't get much sleep. Um I've no doubt our time will come at some point. Mm-hmm. Um anyway, yeah, but we were getting up in the middle of the night and me and Phil both I don't know if you said this on the podcast, we both admitted that around Christmas time yeah. <laughs> we, were, we were just eating in the middle of the night because we were waking up and we were really hungry. I'd
1: have like two whispers and a cream egg.
0: You started having an up there in the middle of the, the night. Yeah, because
1: there was no heroes left out too. <laughs> the heroes are gone I'd come down at one and have like three heroes and I'd like, oh there's a few left for later so Jenna come down at three and i go back down again at five like, where's all the heroes gone Who are my heroes oh I'm going to have to have an anti Bar now <laughs> devastated
0: yeah so there we go That that's uh, midnight snacking
1: yes past right. midnight let's provide you some value now yeah go on three steps we can take to get snacking under control number one kind of contradicts a little bit what we've been saying because it actually can help you to not snack but for some people this is the right way to go about it me and Jen say this all the time Like our approach is to find the best approach for you. It's not for us to say, go do this. So like what we're about to say here might be like perfect for you, it might also not be. So for the person who actually does feel like not having snacks would benefit them, this could work really well. And it's to plan in meals that actually fill you up. And I know that might sound a little bit obvious. However, we're gonna go a little bit more, or a little bit more in depth into it. What often happens is, especially when we start a diet, we plan planning a meal, usually at breakfast, that's ridiculously low in calories, so it might be like a 250-calorie breakfast. And I know it sounds like, well, that's great because now I've started the day on really low calories, but by 10 a.m., you've had another 800. Because you wasn't full, you wanted food straight away after it. Like, I, I don't like sort of like mentioning things that I see on like social media and things people doing, but when I do, I never say a name, so I'm about to do it now. I saw somebody the other day having a cake for the breakfast, and like yes it was probably within their calories they also probably over ate by 10 a.m because a cake isn't going to fill you up like yes it fits into your calories and i know it fits into that agenda of if it fits your calories you can eat what you want but then the rest of the day wouldn't have done because you're going to be starving after having a little muffin like you just are it isn't going to fill up enough of your stomach it hasn't got enough protein in order for you to actually feel full And also it's going to have such a huge impact on your blood sugar levels that when that blood sugar spikes at like its top point, it's then going to drop ridiculously low about 30 minutes later and your body's going to go, well, can we have some more food then? I want one more. I want want another muffin. Give us another muffin. And you're like, well, all right, thanks. I'm really hungry. So you have a second muffin. It's like 8 a.m and then the same things happen your blood sugar goes flying through the roof it then goes all the way back down through the floor it's 9am your body's like give me another muffin and this just keeps happening all morning
0: all day if you don't really get any food into you so
1: it's like yes i get that on paper it looks like a great idea like it looks like it's going to work but if your meals don't fill you up i know this sounds dead obvious but you're going to snack in between them and like we said it's not that snacks are bad however if we look at it from like, just from a maths point of view, just so that I can make my point, if you had a 200 calorie breakfast, but then ate 800 calories between then and dinner, you've actually had a 1000 calorie breakfast. Let's just call it that. You've had 200 calorie breakfast and 800 calories worth of snacks. You've had 1000 calories in the morning before you've had your dinner or your lunch, depending on where you're from in the country or the world. Whereas if you just had a 500 calorie breakfast and then didn't eat anything between then and dinner, you've had half the amount of calories even though you've had a breakfast that's twice the amount that you've originally planned in. Mm. And it just comes down to a little bit of planning. Something we use with every client is VSF. So putting something, or creating a meal that is voluminous. There's a lot of it, there's enough of the meal that's gonna fill your stomach. That doesn't always mean that it's high calories. Planning in something, F is for fullness, so that often means protein. Like, putting something in there that's gonna actually give you the protein that you require so that your body has to spend time and energy digesting that food breaking it down transporting it around your body storing it in your body that takes so much effort for your body that you're going to feel fuller for longer because it takes time it takes about three hours for that to happen three to four hours so your body isn't going to go i need more food it's too busy doing that whereas if you have a muffin it's going to digest that transport it and store it and about 30 seconds ago give me another one and then we also have satisfaction which is where the muffin technically comes in but it's providing your body with something you enjoy because you can sit there and eat broccoli all you want for breakfast. You'll definitely be full up. You'll definitely have had enough volume because there'll be a lot if you just keep eating broccoli and it's low in calories. But you're never going to be satisfied by that because broccoli boring unless you cover it in cheese and bacon. Probably This is not a good breakfast. Don't, don't have know. broccoli covered in cheese and bacon <laughs> for your breakfast. But what I'm trying to get at is like, it's really important to just give this some thought. It, it's more than just how, many, how little amount of calories can I eat? Can I just have a really low calorie breakfast? Even though that feels like the right thing to do, there's so much more to it than that. It's really important we can plan those in so that we can, yes, do the more complex stuff like balance our blood sugar, which sounds so much more complex than it is, but also so we're just full. So we don't actually want the snack so that we're actually in a position where we're like, yeah, I'm good. I can keep going until the next meal. And by planning in three filling meals, that's going to happen.
0: Yes. Next one is planning your snacks into your day. So this is one that people don't tend to do. People tend to just kind of um, buy a, a truckload of snacks that they just chuck in the, the trolley or they buy stuff on the go. Oh, a truckload of oh, snacks.
1: I thought you swore. I was going to say, <laughs> <No>. this podcast has <laughs> taken a turn. Wow. We're really, we're, <laughs> it, just, it just really caught me off guard. I was like, do we swear now? <laughs> I didn't know we
0: <laughs> I did not get the memo. Yeah, what did
1: you tell me we were starting swearing? I've got loads of words I could use.
0: <laughs> um, a truckload of snacks into your trolley. Um, oh, you did I say? Now I've lost track of what I've said.
1: Sorry, because it, it lo- I've completely lost track of what you were saying as well.
0: You're buying it on the go, having it in the cupboard, buying yeah. a load in your shop, but not actually planning them in. And I think this is this, there's some real power behind this. And thinking about like what the purpose for the snack is. So, are you eating a snack because you're hungry, or are you eating a snack because we're going to talk about one in a little bit more in a minute? But you're eating a snack out of emotion or you're eating a snack because you just want the taste of something think about the purpose of the snack and then think about when you're planning that snacking so for example if you are someone who eats at, um the dinner at 12 and the tea at 8 plan a snack into your afternoon at some point but don't plan in a, for the love of the lord please do not plan in a blooming skinny whip bar
1: or a fibre
0: one. Or a fibre one but because that ain't filling you. Or like, a little jelly. It's low calorie, but it ain't filling you. You're just going to keep chain eating them until you hit tea, and then you're probably not going to want your tea because you're probably going to feel sick because very many of them you've had. Or you add one of each. Planning something that's actually going to fill you up. So, like, the other day, a client told me about these new protein bagels that M&S are doing. I, I just had a protein bagel with some butter on. But, like, protein yogurt, um, I don't just want to go down the protein route but i mean protein snacks are helpful but you could even just have like a piece of toast with some like peanut butter on or something or uh, and a banana or like have an actual substantial snack if you know that the snack is there to curb your hunger then plan something that is going to keep you going to your next meal another one i see all the time people having soup for lunch getting absolutely starving in the afternoon if i plan soup in for my dinner, I, I called it lunch and dinner in one sentence Then mm. If I plan soup in for my lunch, dinner, whatever you want to call it, I'll always make sure that we've got a protein yoghurt in that I can have in that afternoon because I know I'm getting hungry quickly. Unless I've got a soup that's like super high in protein, which might make things a bit different. Uh, we do a lovely little meatball soup on BBC Good Food. It's called Meatball Soup.
1: You just did a pun that you didn't even know. Did I? Yeah, soup that's super high in protein.
0: <laughs> super high in Super high. Um, but then I will also plan it in in an evening, a Freddo, most of the time, you know, the, the trusty Freddo is back if you know me, it is back on its daily occurrence, um, that is there, it is literally there for the sole purpose of enjoyment in my day, like, because having snacks that you enjoy are really really important, so it might be that you really enjoy cake, and that actually you do want a fibre womba, because it is low in calorie, but it does satisfy what you need, um, plan that into your evening potentially when you can sit down enjoy it eat it mindfully experience it really savour it because it is there literally just for taste and not to actually fill you up and that is when you want it and crave it the most so plan it into this so really think about it another really good one is um having a bit of what you want and adding a bit of what you need to it so for example um one that a client did that i always love is um she had an apple but just put a teaspoon of nutella with it like a little bit of something she needed because she wanted something that felt it was like a little bit low calorie but then she also added in the nutella because that was something she wanted but she just moderated the amount of it that she was having with it and um, so it was a really enjoyable snack for her so it's it's thinking about how you can maybe add to that as well to maybe add a little volume to the thing that you're you craving
1: and then number three understand what emotions are actually leading you to snacking in the first place because it's very easy for us to, and I revert back to what I said before, we don't just want to give generic advice and say the reason that everybody's snacking is because they're not eating substantial meals. You may be eating a substantial meal and going, yeah, but hang on a minute, I'm still snacking. Well, actually, it might be a completely different reason for you. It might be an emotional situation. You might be someone who, when you get really stressed, turn to a snack. You might be someone that when you feel anxious or bored or busy or whatever it might be, you turn to snack snacking as your comfort, almost as the thing that... Uh, provides a comfort blanket to how you're currently feeling. And if you don't go through the process of understanding those emotions, it's gonna be impossible to find the actual solution because we're always gonna to revert to things like willpower and discipline and motivation, telling ourselves not trying hard enough, starting again on Monday and saying, right, I'll just not snack today, then getting stressed and then snacking anyway and wondering why it's not changing. And of course, you know, things like filling meals can help sometimes because it can help you make different decisions in those moments. So if you are feeling full and you want a snack, it's it's a lot easier to be actually in the position to check in with yourself and go, well, hang on a minute. I'm feeling really full right now. I had a substantial breakfast that was voluminous, it was filling, it was satisfying. I have it every morning and every morning it works. And today for some reason. It's 9am and I really want i really want a chocolate bar. Why is that? Because I never want one. Like that doesn't make sense. Well, actually, I've had a really stressful start to the day. The car broke down on the way in. I had to then get a lift into work. I've come in, I've got 12 emails and I thought I only had 10. I've got two big jobs on that I weren't expecting. Maybe that's why I want the chocolate bar or maybe that's why I want the brownie or the donut or whatever it might be. So when you've actually got a filling meal, it's easier to actually make that decision because it's easier to think about it. Whereas when you're feeling absolutely shattered and hungry and stressed, it's easier to just go and get the food. But actually spending some time and thinking, right, why am I eating what I'm eating? What is leading to this food choice? Or, which is often the best way to go about it, especially when you first get started with this, is thinking back to it. It's not always easy in the moment. So you might have had at 10 a.m. two brownies. Later on that evening going, hang on, I had two brownies at 10 a.m., why was that? What happened, what led to that? And from there, you can then start to build an emotions grid, which we've spoken loads about. And all that simply is, is actually taking the emotion, writing it at the top of the piece of paper and writing underneath it, what do you need when you feel that way? So when you feel stressed, of course you want a brownie, but what do you need? Is it fresh air? Is it to listen to music? Is it to speak to a friend? Is it to go for a walk? Is it to speak to a partner? Is it to send a message to somebody? Like, what is the thing you actually need when you're stressed? Because we know that a brownie doesn't reduce the stress, it hides it. So, what's going to reduce the stress and finding the answer to that could potentially be the thing that then changes your calorie intake because you're still going to get stressed tomorrow next week next month next year we're not getting rid of stress that happens so if you are going to get stressed it's more important to understand what you need rather than just trying to not be stressed because that would be a lovely world but i don't think that world exists
0: sadly not so to summarize there are a lot of reasons that we snack but snacking is not and does not need to be the enemy it is demonized but that does not necessarily mean that we can't make them work for us i would say that like like phil just said there are so many reasons that people snack and this is really really individual so like when clients come to work with us we always get them to do like a food journal so that we can look at the reasons that they're snacking and and help them with their specific strategy but i would say that these are probably the three most common that we see so our kind of message to you really is to really spend some time trying to understand why you snack or, or or what it is you're trying, or what you're trying to get from snacks, basically. But actually, then thinking about how you can maybe use snacking to help you achieve your goals, or alternatively, maybe maybe that actually it really works for you to get rid of snacking, but focus on those meals if that's the case for you. Um. So yeah, that is our top tips for snacking. Now I get to put you on the spot. And I'm really excited about this question. I'm a bit because, confused
1: because I know what? What, you've just got up. What? Is that anything to do with the question?
0: Nothing to do with the question, I just remember I haven't done my wins and gratitude for today, so oh. I thought I'm gonna open it now so I don't forget to do it in a minute. You just
1: open it, that was is your question gonna be like, What's my biggest win from the week? I'll be or?
0: honest, I was thinking that my goals for this week with my coach um were something to do with